Before we get started, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let us explain. Anchor has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. George. Gabe? No, my, my name is also George. I'm you from a different universe. Why would you call me Gabe? You, you look suspiciously like Gabe. That's, no. Plus, Gabe is always running out of breath. Oh, good for him. His cardio must be great. But no, you can call me George 3 if you want. It doesn't matter. I have a very important mission that what? I was sent here to tell you. What is it? You're still doing the podcast, right? I mean, yeah, of course. Searching 5 MacGuffin? No, it's 4. We have, we have 4 hosts. Searching for Whatever, it doesn't matter. Wait, who's our fifth host? I can't tell. Do you really want to know? No. Okay. His name is Javier. Oh, that's going to that's gonna burn now. I'm going to... But anyways, it doesn't matter. I was sent here to tell you something super important. We you... couldn't get a girl? Are, you're still hung up on that? Uh, okay, well, what is it? The fate of the world depends on this. You need to get as many followers as you can on your social media platforms for the podcast. Oh, do I have to? Yes, you have to. Why? Because if people don't follow the show, you don't make enough money. And if you don't make enough money, everybody in this world will die. Wait, what? I mean, I don't really care about the money stuff, but I don't want anybody to die. Exactly. So I need you to push social media for... S- it's S4M 4M? podcast. That's it's such it's- a weird name. Anyways, but you have you have to get more people to follow you. I feel like this escalated quickly. How does the fate of the world depend on it? It doesn't matter and we don't have time. But you had time to tell me about Javier? Because he's an important... You have four people. We have five. I don't understand how you can do it with four people. Okay, okay. So I need to tell our listeners or viewers to subscribe, like, and comment on S4M podcast. On Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and on the Spotify episodes, if applicable to their platform. That is exactly correct. But you have, wait. You it have, feels dirty, though. You have listeners here? Yeah. What? How do they consume the show on your world? I mean, it's, it's viewers. It's always viewers. Oh, we just joke around. We don't even have video here. Are you serious? If you donate to us in the show description... We will have enough money to buy cameras and turn this into a video podcast. So in the meantime, please support the show. Welcome back to another episode of Searching for McGuffin. With your hosts, George, George 2, George 3, and Link. Today's episode, Moments in... Oh, no, that's not the name. <laughs> that's, not, that's not the end. Oh, my bad. Oh, on a, in another timeline, in another universe. That, yeah, that, that, was, that was the title. Yeah. title. Moments of Madness in the Multiverse. 
Why did, Why is that the title? We saw everything everywhere all at once again. Yep. Because there's no. That's a lot other of information to, to take in. Movie out. Everything everywhere all in such a short amount of time. You know, I I like to multitask. Nice. All right. Full disclosure, we're here to talk about the newest Marvel film. Everything, everywhere, all at once. (laughs) That's it. No, no, no. That's a Pixar movie. Oh, (laughs) but it's still a Disney movie, though, right? It's no. It's a yeah, yeah. But it's a multiverse of Pixar. Half of the movie. No, it's a multiverse of of Disney. Instead of a rat, it's a Roku. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Half of the movies that come out are Disney movies, so. Okay. By some. That's very uh, true. That's true. At this point, everything is a Disney movie. Avatar is a Disney movie, right? Yep. What about that? We're in purgatory. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So you're suffering? Dan is just. Well, yeah. Okay. We'll get to that. So, in another time, in another place, we're talking about something else. But here, we're talking about this film, which is interesting because I think the story of this film, we're going to talk a little bit about it. Without spoiling, and then we'll we'll let you guys who haven't gotten a chance to see it. Which, if you haven't seen the newest Marvel movies within seventy two hours, what, what do you, you even what are you li- doing? Yeah, what do you live it's for? It's fair game. I mean, maybe you you're, you're working the Formula One. That's true. That that's a good that's a point. Good point. Yeah, 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 wow, yeah, point. yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, but if you're not working the Formula One, yeah, what are you doing? What's wrong? Yeah, what's wrong? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's obviously the only excuse. If you're working the Miami Grand Prix, then. You have a pass. Okay. Is that when is that? Because I is that it's like today. a whole weekend thing? Because I have no yeah, idea. Well, yeah, it starts um, Friday. They have a practice. I'm pretty sure. And then Saturday they have qualification. They practice Saturday, Sundays. The they race. practice driving cars. How's it? Yeah, they track to get used to the track, especially oh, okay. since this is a new track. So. Right. Oh, because it's not like NASCAR where you're like just like driving, driving in left. a circle, driving yeah. left. Yeah, because you don't have to practice for that, right? I don't think this so. actually takes Maybe. skill. Yeah. It's actually hard work and dedication. Sorry, <laughs> Jeff Gordon, the only NASCAR driver just, I know. What about Dale Earnhardt Jr.? Just dissing. Was his father? But no one talks about Dale Earnhardt Sr. Yeah. yeah. Isn't he the one that died? What? Was he good? Was the father any good? I, isn't it, I don't know. Isn't there someone that died while racing? Uh, I'm sure lots I'm of saying, people. Yeah, no, no, but he was like, he was like, is pretty no, he was like a legend. I thought, that's why I thought it was. There's a lot of legends. I have no idea, man. I'm... That guy was a legend. Uh, the only racing I like is Mario Kart. I don't know how we got down <laughs> this rabbit hole. So today's episode is about Garfield Formula Kart. One racing versus NASCAR and why Formula One is so much better. Formula One, then and now. <laughs> Does NASCAR have a Netflix show? Yeah, they do, actually. I heard that there's like a... I don't the know, Hot Wheels show. Oh, no, no. That's a Formula One show. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Disney has Formula a... One Disney has a... Yeah, drive. I heard that that is like amazing. Drive to, that's what got me into Formula One, actually. Oh. Yeah, that's what got really many good. people into Formula One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I heard that that's the goal. AEW is making a new like behind-the-scenes show, and that's their goal. It's like for it to be the... Roast to the Top? Yeah. Season 2? No. Let's not go. Bad. Not that. Not that. Okay. So, if we haven't lost everyone in this introduction, <laughs> I think I lost myself. Yeah, I, know, I forgot the, what we were talking about. For those of you still with us, um, thank you for being with us still. That was so heartfelt. <laughs> yeah, sweet whispers. Non spoiler time. Okay. What do you yes. guys think about the multiverse of madness? I think I have to unpack it before I give any like real feelings about it. Um, it was a movie that Marvel put out this week that had characters in it and that advanced the plot. That's my review. Okay. Number out of 10. I don't think I can Ooh. do it. Yeah. Not yet? Okay. Yeah. Dan? 
How many times do you have to watch it to do that? No, um, I think seven. I think, I think I'm in the point where this episode uh, is that's therapy. Your this episode is therapy, and by the end of it, I hope to have a score. Okay. I have to talk my way through it. Okay. Okay. Is your number seven, Gabe? Is my number seven? Yeah, you said seven. Seven? Like a seven and a seven point five, maybe, I think. Okay. Ooh. We'll see. Uh whatever Danny well, says, I agree. <laughs> that doesn't that's it. not helpful for the show. But it's probably gonna like happen. A, like a five point five. Okay. Oh, okay. Never right. mind. <laughs> I trust Dan see, blindly. But... No, not that. Not... <laughs> see, but I feel like I'm much harsher on my on my rating yeah. than you guys because again we're still arguing about tenant. I was still yeah. I I was gonna give it a six point five. So we got the point five part right. Okay. I was feeling <laughs> a seven. I was feeling a seven, but I don't know if that's gonna go up and down. By I think it's gonna I think it's gonna go down for you. I think we're gonna talk about it. And he's like, this is so. Okay. If but you guys, I, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not a fan. Okay. If you if our listeners saw the movie and you enjoyed it, congratulations. I'm proud of you. Woo-hoo. And I'm happy. And that's fine. I, I don't think it's a bad film. I don't think it's not a bad film. I just don't think it's a particularly good film. It's not a... What is a bad film like, rating for you, Dan? In the twos and threes? What? I, go, I use the entire what? That's a terrible use, film. That's like, I don't want to... You know, I use from one to ten. You know what? I knew Dan in high school, and that makes sense now for some of the stuff he turned in. If his goal was... <laughs> <laughs> if his goal was like a 5.5... That's pretty good, man. <laughs> I'm aiming for that 60% range, you know? Because <laughs> I feel like no one uses the 1 to 5, but that's not necessarily Yeah, necessarily I've used the 1 bad. recently. It's called Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about how Morbius, like, challenged my notion of what a 0 is. Dude, like, like I had a friend who was like, oh, I'd give it a 2 or a 3. And I'm like, that's high, bro. That's <laughs> high. <laughs> I was getting irrationally upset. I was like, "You a three? I was wondering if if Morbius was seventeen minutes long, if that would make it a better or worse movie. Worse. I think there's oh, only no, seventeen. Actually, I don't know. I think there's only seventeen <laughs> see? minutes worth you of see? plot. <laughs> You're right. I thought about it. I'm like, dang. Nah, you could have just made it like a like a short film. Yeah. You would have been like, <laughs> "Oh, that was clip. a bad short film," but at least you know I can I can eat now. I'm pretty sure Student Filmmaker could have made a better movie. It should have been a documentary. <laughs> Just following short, Jared Leto. No, I don't want to see some of the things Jared no, Leto no, does. A short documentary about, you know, a man becoming a vampire. I got that already. In Doctor Strange? No, Dracula. Oh, I, uh, no spoilers. Um, oh. Okay. <laughs> it does not become a vampire at any point in the film. <laughs> That's Blade fake. Shows up. fake we should just fake. I wouldn't do that if I were you. <laughs> he, turns into, he turns into Conchocula. The non-spoiler, <laughs> the non-spoiler version of this conversation is us just throwing fake spoilers. Oh, oops. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, nah, but I mean, that's pretty much what, what actually ended up happening. That it's is just true. Like, it's just fake spoilers everywhere. Going into the movie. Yeah. All right, guys. I have a sense that we are prolonging talking about this movie. Are yeah. we afraid? I'm to- scared. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Okay. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about what we thought very briefly going into the film. Um, what, did you, what were your expectations? What did you hear? So try to put yourself in that mindset before the film. Uh, and then we'll go into what we actually experienced watching it. Yeah. Wait, doesn't that spoil the movie? Talk? No, no, no. Because no. try to put yourself in the mindset of what you expected what you had heard, 
uh, because, you know, we haven't had this conversation with our listeners in a sense. So some of them have no idea what to expect in this film, and some of them have very, like, clear ideas of what their expectations are, which we may have also had. But we'll go into it after the, when we start, you know, going into spoilers of what actually happened. Yeah. I thought this movie was going to be um, Doctor Strange kind of going into different, re- like, multi, like, universes. And- right. And we see a bunch of um, old characters that that have been in comic book movies before, mm-hmm. and I thought that that's kind of what the the big thing was gonna be. Yeah, so like oh, a bunch of cameos, awesome, sweet. And we had talked about that on an earlier episode. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure if it was a monthly or uh, yes, I think, I think it was a monthly. Yeah, I think it was our first monthly when we got the Doctor Strange trailer. Yeah, yeah because right? it was the Super Bowl. Yeah, and we were talking about like, oh, there's rumors of this and that, and and we tried to avoid going into deep details. But yeah, that was we've established historically that around that was February, right? Yeah, Jan, Jan, yeah. end of January, February. That was our expectations. Yeah, absolutely. I think yeah, a lot of people. Because I think we were still on that uh, No Way Home hype train. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, that opens up, that opened up so many possibilities. Yeah. And you hear stuff like, obviously, like, Sam Raimi is directing the film. So it's like, he, we have that, he has that connection to the original Spider Man movies. And, like, to have a director like that back, like, oh, it'd be interesting to see what he does with, um, with Strange. So I was expecting just a bunch of cameos. Um, I did feel like people were going to say like this movie was like, was going to be weird. So like, I wasn't really expecting it to be too similar to the first Doctor Strange. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was expecting a bit of a different film. Um, but I guess, I guess what hadn't, what I hadn't been prepared for was how Sam Raimi this movie was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, which is something that I had heard for like a couple of days prior to. Yeah, thanks to IGN for giving us a heads up. <laughs> this will be probably the only time you hear us thank IGN for anything. But yeah, yeah they kind of and and I, mean, oh, I like IGN. Yes, we know you do. The tri- you do? Yeah, I yeah. Know that. He's always like, I love their review of GI Joe. I've never seen those movies. <laughs> the their trailer, uh, I think the trailers too did a did a number on this. I watched the trailer. Yeah. After watching it. And they put something there that kind of spoils it. I do agree. You know what? And uh, I was like, "What? Why would you show that?" I, you know, and I thought that, like, look, you see that. You, in my opinion, you kind of know who that is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I was mad about that. Marvel's usually super good. Marvel and Star Wars, I think, are super good at not spoiling things. Um, like they'll show you like a sizzle. They'll sometimes like misdirect you, yeah. which can be a double edged sword. Because then if it's something you anticipate and you want to watch and that doesn't happen, then you have questions. But um, I think they have a pretty good of like like wetting your appetite but not giving you the meat and potatoes. And now I, – and I felt actually before, again, putting myself in the mindset before the film, I was like, ooh, I think they showed us too much. But then I trusted them. I was like, nah, it can't be. It can't be because if it is, then they wouldn't show us, right? Because yeah. they never show us. But yeah. I they, think twice. Yeah, they did. They dropped the ball twice. Yep. I think they spoiled the movie on several occasions. See, that, that's why I don't watch trailers. I agree. I agree. And I couldn't avoid the first one. I didn't see the second trailer. You guys saw the second trailer before the movie? I watched no. it after. Okay. I watched it after too, and they double spoiled that's what, it. No, yeah. that's what got me. Yeah. That's what got me to delete Twitter because when I went on Twitter, that was the first, like, 
that that second the, oh, there's like a clip in that second okay. trailer that yeah. the word pops up and you see a character I'm just like you see the back of a character and I'm like why I don't know why they showed that I was that like was why really would you show that choice. like it wasn't teased at all like I mean you kind of maybe like think it might happen yeah but it's not confirmation or anything well you put that in the trailer I wonder if it was a desperation thing I wonder if they were afraid it wasn't gonna have the same hype I think or turnout did you to think be, they they need, I think it yeah. might be. I think it has to be. I think they. I think reviews are coming. People are getting worried. Yeah, that was. Uh, oh yeah, because it was out internationally a few days before, which is why I, like got offline completely. Yeah, that, at that <laughs> point I looked at Twitter because I heard like massive spoilers were there, mm-hmm. and I had a friend who. I mean, I'll get into it later when we talk about spoilers. But man, if I had some like, it if I had that main that big spoiler ruined for me, oh I would've been, yeah, I would have been pissed. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, I would have been mad. It, it was same, everywhere, is it too. the same guy that spoiled the, the other movie for us? No, no, no. Oh, okay. All right, guys. I think if you haven't watched the film at this point, yeah, they should go watch the film, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think we're going to start you getting mean, into spoilers. This is now. your warning. Um, This is your final warning. It's, it's, we're about to get into spoilers. We're going to talk about um every... Every, everywhere, detail. everything, everything yeah. all at once. <laughs> also, you should watch WandaVision um, before watching. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you have, might be a little bit confused. You should probably watch WandaVision, Doctor Strange 1. You, you don't, don't have, have to watch What If, watch though. What yeah, if. you don't have to watch What <laughs> Bro, If. If anyone's telling you you have to, I'm sorry. you'll understand. You guys, <laughs> Gabriel made me watch What I'm, If. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, okay, okay. two days or three days we before. Thought. Because uh, yeah, that and even that. even yeah. not ba- something I was that's terrible. That's yeah. something I was like I was upset about in the film. Okay, I'm gonna defend this. But point. you know what? I don't mind it yeah. because I got to see T'Challa as Star Lord. Yeah, and that was amazing. that episode's great. What that's, I think that's my favorite episode. T'Challa as what? You know, I, I gotta rewatch it. Listen, if I, you watch What If, you're gonna like be prepared mentally for concepts that are introduced in this film, yeah. and you're gonna understand and digest uh, yeah, exactly, them better. Yeah, but it's not gonna it's directly. Not gonna, it's not gonna connect. pay off. Yeah, it's not. Well, the show's not bad. Show's, it's not, it man. Isn't. I really enjoy. You know what? The it. show might be like this movie—a little uneven. I said it. I'm sorry. Go watch the movie. Enjoy. Goodbye. Or those of you who haven't seen it. You know, many people complain about like Chris Pratt and how he should be replaced by someone else. I personally love Chris Pratt, and I don't think he should be replaced. But if we are gonna replace Chris Pratt, it can he can only be replaced. By Chadwick Boseman. That, okay. <laughs> you know, there's well, a couple I'm of problems okay. with okay, your scenario. So- <laughs> Not according to Doctor Strange. Man, because that was so good. <laughs> Not according to Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, I guess. I want to live in that universe where. All right, spoiler talk. Welcome Three, to the spoilers. <laughs> two, one. With your host George. George. <laughs> no, I thought you were gonna go the real s- way this time. George three. <laughs> <laughs> and so T'Challa as Star Lord. <laughs> so good. Okay. We we didn't right, do so. Where do we even start with this? Deadpool. Was not in the movie. Dang it. Was not, in the, was not in it. That was a trick for anyone who hasn't seen it and stayed. So We caught Tom you. Cruise. Go back. So I think talking about like the trailers, right, that I watched. So mm-hmm. we watched the movie. And then yesterday I was at a restaurant. Shinju. I went to Shinju again. Shinju. Shout out Shinju. Shout 72nd, out Shinju. 88. Miami, go. Florida. Sponsor us. So we went, I went to Shinju and I'm eating with some, a friend. And I see the trailer on the TV. And they show Xavier's hand. In in the in in his green and his, his yellow his yellow uh, wheelchair yeah and I'm like why would you oh show they that? show the yellow wheelchair yeah they show I the wheelchair in the first one they don't I'm yeah. not sure who you were talking about you you mentioned and it looks some, like he's standing up so you're like hmm, I'm you not mentioned sure. that they like you see someone's back I don't know who you were talking about because that's I only saw that Cap- clip Captain of Tom Cruise Captain Carter, Captain Carter. Captain Carter when she's, Captain when Carter? she's fighting <laughs> Cruise. 
Like they show the jetpack and everything. I'm like, yeah. why would you show this in Bro. a TV spot? What's wrong with you? Yeah. And I think is like, the reason why I think they did this was because you, everyone had these theories that we're going to get so many cameos, right? Yeah. Tom Cruise has been as one as a. That was the main one. That's the one I wanted. That's the one I was. That's what I wanted. You know, I I think that's a double edged sword too, but we'll unpack that. That's true. But I think everyone had those high expectations, Mm -hmm. and they knew they weren't going to deliver those expectations. Yeah. So they had to show something like that. Be like, yeah, we do have. We do have. You're right, sort of. Because when because once once they started showing the reviews, like oh, people aren't going to like this. Well, my my thing is like well, we I have think... to spoil it a bit so they think that what mm-hmm. they ha- think is going to happen is going to be there. Mm-hmm. I I think with the cameos we got, with a good story behind it, I think I would have been more yeah. than satisfied. I kind of wish the cameos would have been more substantial. I feel like you could skip the entire sequence and it doesn't really. Well, yeah, that's the part. Or take away from the main story. Anything. I think, I think we we called this episode "Moments of Madness in the Multiverse." Because I genuinely feel that this movie is just moment to moment to moment, and it you don't really need all of them to get to where we end up. It's such a like yeah. it's moving the story from set piece to set piece rather than you know like a direct narrative. I agree, but I still have fun. Yeah, I um, was more fun. Yeah, you, are we unpacking the cameos first? I guess. Is okay. That, yeah. All sure. right. Yeah, uh, I don't know that? what they were thinking showing the back of Charles's head. Yeah. In the first trailer with his voice in everything. the Super Bowl. And then they try to pretend like it wasn't like Patrick Stewart was like, "Oh, people have been impersonating my voice for you." Come on, man. Like yeah, yeah. There's only like, there's I, only I've room for the one head, bald bro. man in the MCU and that you know that's like you. you. <laughs> it's just it's crazy Patrick to me Stewart. that it's just like that one would have been way more impactful if I would have seen Imagine, the first time yeah, in the theater. You knew, you knew it was happening so you're like, "This is cool." But you're not. Your mind isn't blown. They, yeah. Oh, see, my mind was blown because I didn't watch any trailers. Oh, okay. So I didn't know he was going to be in the movie. Awesome. They usually don't. They usually. Oh, that's my mistake. They didn't show it during the Super Bowl. You, they came out during the Super Bowl. But it doesn't show on TV. But some things are too tempting. I just don't understand. Like, that's a, they don't usually have missteps like that, man. They don't. They like, don't. It's it a, a differently a choice. Change in they were saving. They were saving the one. Like you know what you could have shown. You could have shown, I think, Maria Rambo. Yeah, I think you could have shown that one. I, you know what? In fact, I think they should have because Mordo. when they say Captain Marvel, at least in my theater, which that first night was a weird experience, but they were like, "Yeah!" Was, yeah. And then she like comes in, and it's Maria Rambo, and everybody's like, "Oh, no!" Yeah, no one cheered. For <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were like, "Yeah, Captain Marvel," which I was like, "Oh, cool, she's getting a reception." And then they were immediately deflated because they're. I don't know if they were like, oh, it's not Brie Larson, or if they were like, I don't know who this is. Because I could generally see, like, see Captain Marvel. Who? Right? who? Which Captain Marvel is this? You know, yeah. you kind of need an encyclopedia, like a Marvelpedia to like start looking up. What does all of this mean? Yeah. Yeah, so what George was referring to was uh, that weird moment we all had in the movie Which theaters. George? Oh, George. sorry, George 1. Yeah, okay. you got to remember their numbers. I'm sorry. I, I prefer George Prime, but thank you. George Prime. Amazon Prime, that's just <laughs> Optimus Prime. <laughs> As we were in the movie theaters, all of us, they were people cheering 
every time Wanda did Bro, something. Wanda well, stands. I guess we, should we go into the story? And first? that was, and, you Wanda know, stands. I feel like we should, but we just want to like gravitate towards toward the moments. So let's let's unpack okay, okay, this, yeah, yeah. and then we'll go. back And to at the first, beginning. you know, you know, at first when you first see Wanda doing her thing, like yeah. okay, it's cool, yeah, clap for her. You know, it's the first time we see her, super powerful, yeah. right? But then after. It was after everything she said, every moment, like everything she did. It was just clapping, clapping, clapping. Oh man! And it ruined the movie for me. I realized it didn't ruin it. It was just not, getting annoying. It was annoying. Yeah, but I didn't realize how annoying it was until I saw until it for the a second, second time. <laughs> yeah, and, and no I, one was clapping unnecessarily, and I'm like, "Holy crap, that was really bad in the first one." Yeah, you know what's funny? In the second one, I kind of braced myself for it. I'm like, "Here we go again." You just, you just clenched your together <laughs> cool. the whole time. It was quiet. And it's I was like, like wow. I felt like you know we were talking about these moments, right? Uh-huh. They were clapping at the wrong moments. Correct. Like, do you? Yeah. So that's what was bothering me. But then we watched it the second time. Like Gabriel said, they were clapping at the right moment. Like the audience was a good audience. They uh-huh. knew when to clap. And that's what we didn't have. Which is weird because you usually expect the optimal experience. In the, the first night one, the movie right? Drops right. Yeah. yeah. But we're listening. We're not watching at night. We're... 3 p.m. is we're watching with some randos. That's trying. That I mean, that's trying. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. What is it? Are they like younger and younger audience? I didn't look around. I didn't see who was there. I think I'm. I think they were younger. Yeah, they probably were. Younger. Probably because cool. you got to be all... out of school. Most people aren't out of work, right? Wanda, Wanda stands, man. Yeah. I skip school. <laughs> I gotta see my girl Wanda. <laughs> it was so weird, man. Like. Wanda's out here murdering people. She's and you're the clapping. Bad guy. And you're and clapping. Wanda is the villain of the movie. The one she's yeah. killing people. Like, and they're like, like she literally was about to sacrifice a child. Okay, to the point too that I think it obscured my interpretation of Wanda's journey in the film because <laughs> I was like, oh, Wanda's evil now, and I don't think till the second time where I was like, oh, they're really hammering home that like she's not in control, that the Darkhold has a hold of her. You know what I mean? But it was just so much like, we love Wanda, we love Wanda, that it was just like, well, is that what we do? We love Wanda now? You know what I mean? Because it was, it was almost like the audience reaction like colored my interpretation of what was going on. Like, sh- yeah, no. It's she's just, being controlled, right? So why are you cheating? Why are you cheating? That's not the real Wanda. <laughs> yeah. That's not the Wanda. I don't think they get that. I think it's just, <laughs> that's not the Wanda from WandaVision. Yeah. I also thought it was a weird moment when like she finally gets to the big castle and like all the... I don't know, monsters. Trolls? Yeah. We never even get context to what they are. Yeah. They, Trolls world. They're board. just like, oh, who knows what's here? And here they are. And they kneel. <laughs> they like bow down to her. And we got a rousing standing ovation. <laughs> and I was like, is this something I'm not aware of? This is a comic like book the moment? Dark what is Lord, Yeah. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's going to sit on her throne. Clearly, our point, our yeah, goal like is to every, defeat her, right? Yeah, I understand. Like, everybody, like, apparently knew the prophecy. And I'm over here just like, what do you what what's happening right now yeah do we have to deep dive one division again i don't know I, like did i miss something like that moment was like people were cheering almost as loud as like when we saw in spider-man when we saw like a bunch of like the different like, all three <laughs> Spider-Man together. I'm like, what is happening yeah um so dan you wanted to go back to the beginning you want to start from the story yeah i mean i think one of the biggest fake out is wanda being the villain instead of being dr strange's companion throughout the movie mm-hmm. Um, I don't think any of us had any idea who the villain was going to be. And we, we had posited, like, we had questioned, asked ourselves, who do you think it is? I thought it was going to be... I thought it was going to be Tom Cruise. The, the vil- <laughs> the... Not serious. I thought I'm, it was going to be the... That's only in real life. The Doctor Strange from Cruise. What If. He's not. The yeah, Doctor I Strange from... Yeah. Evil I thought, Strange. That, yeah. I thought it was going to be an Evil Strange. Some some people told me Nightmare, you know. Some people told me Shumagorth. 
Wait, so was it because <laughs> listen, that was me just want manifesting at the end of one day, uh, No Way Home. Man, this movie really isn't for you, Dan, huh? <laughs> at the way of no. no Way Home, we we get that little trailer, that little sneak peek of yeah. this movie, yeah, Multiverse of Madness. And whenever they when they showed that other Doctor Strange, everyone thought it was the one from What If. Yeah, absolutely. so was it not? Was they it meant not, to. No, they it meant wasn't. to, but it was never meant to be. It, Man, that trailer was fine. I like that. Exactly. Trailer. Yeah, that trailer didn't show. Yeah, you yeah. showed that, and it's okay to show Doctor Strange from the What If because, but it wasn't him. But it wasn't. But it him. wasn't. Yeah. Him. So it was a good. Yeah, so that's another thing. Strong. It was like okay, Captain Carter, right? We met her and we went on a journey with her. And What If? And we're like, how cool would it be if she was real? She is You're now, right. but it, that's that's not her either. It's got to be another Captain, Captain Carter, Carter exactly, exactly like her, but from a different. Which family. I think is is a is not as Jack. Probably a problem. That's. This, we'll talk about later, I guess, yeah. towards, towards the, the end. The Ultron army. There's an Ultron army similar to the one we saw in What If, but definitely not from the same. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely not from the same. Yeah, so it's like... The here's same. A, that's the thing. The same universe. Like, that's. I feel like that could be a problem going it's on. It's getting very confusing. Yeah. No, not confusing, I, but it's I... It's getting I mean, it is confusing, but I think that it, it's... Because it, I don't the, know The I'm problem getting. is that it could cheapen... Yeah, it can cheapen. It can definitely cheapen mm-hmm. yeah. whatever characters that we get because it's really just like this isn't the same one that we're connected to. I um, and you can just like basically, oh, I can kill off anyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah I sent a tweet to to uh, to our group chat Follow. that basically yeah. said, "Why is everyone complaining about deaths in the MCU now that the multiverse is open? They can just bring anyone, anyone back." back yeah. And they said that like a positive thing. Yeah, no, that's a negative. And I was like, I don't think they realize that's horrible. Because that means death means nothing in the MCU. Yeah, and that's so true because, okay, we're going to have a conversation much more literally today than we usually do. The name of the show is Surgery for MacGuffin, right? And we're always looking for that thing, that either object that or plot point that drives the narrative forward, the things that are that we're seeking, right? And this movie has like three of them, like literal objects that have no, like, innate meaning but it's just something to j- propel the story along <laughs> yeah right we have we have the dark hold right which is like oh we need to take the dark hold we need to destroy the dark hold they do it eventually and i'm like okay cool the dark holds off the map. <laughs> surprise there's a dark hold castle <laughs> yeah exactly so it's like oh now we're searching for the dark hold castle the dark hold was a cop yeah um <laughs> then there's the the anti dark hold which, the book, book of Ashanti. Book of Ash- yeah, Ashanti. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the book of Ashanti, the, the R&B Ashanti thing. Or Ashanti? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the oh man, Pookie got in my head. <laughs> the book of Ashanti, which is literally the epitome of a MacGuffin. You know, the concept is that it doesn't matter what it is as long as it drives <laughs> the characters. They're like, what is the book of of Ashanti? No, of Ashanti. It'll give you exactly It'll what give you, you what you need. need. Exactly. It's the solution. <laughs> is it with a V? I think so. I thought it was like literally like Ashanti, like the name of the artist. No, I think it's Vashanti. No? Oh, is it Vashanti? I thought it was, I actually thought it was Ashanti. See, this is why we I need subtitles. Yeah, give me <laughs> subtitles Ashanti? in movies. Please. Oh, we got yeah, subtitles when we spoke Spanish. Yeah. Oh, that's true. And now it's the other moment. I watch the movie starts. It's in Spanish. I start thinking, did I? Am I at the? Did I buy the right ticket? Why is this in Spanish? The book of Vishanti, that's what it's called. Is Vishanti? Vishanti, yeah. That was not clear to me. Nah, I'm pretty sure they were saying Ashanti. <laughs> yeah, it's I really didn't get the middle. Pookie got in their heads too. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, the <laughs> it's like what it will give you everything you need. 
I love that's the only thing they ever say about yeah. it. It's It'll like the, give the wielder exactly what they need. <laughs> exactly. We don't have to explain Strange, it. Strange doesn't even, he doesn't even know what's in the book. It's like the rabbit foot <laughs> in Mission Impossible 3. Yeah, he just knows that when he opens it, that's it. The It'll movie's over. Exactly. No, the movie, yeah. We win. <laughs> we, we won. It's a video game. We man. win everything. Yeah. That's the end of the MCU. It's a Mass Effect 3. Did we just and, win? <laughs> and then the third, and then the third, and probably the most controversial not like in a good or bad way but in like a storytelling way mcguffin america chavez oh dora the explorer america chavez. <laughs> yeah intergalactic dora the, dora the explorer, explorer yeah. yeah a new character that we introduce not as a character but as a plot point i don't think i liked her i liked her i, I liked like her. the actress I, I, I didn't really I, like her i thought she didn't do too well I thought she was but fine. Maybe, I don't think she had much to do. Maybe it was the story. Yeah. No, I, I thought she's her, not a maybe character. Maybe we didn't like her because of the I didn't, story. I didn't, I didn't, no, I didn't like her acting. I liked it. Yeah, I thought I she know. was fine. I, I thought, she I thought was like she, a she, cute little Hispanic girl. She doesn't really do or say much. I was tell, 16 I, years old, bro. <laughs> no, I was telling, because I, I didn't think she'd do, I mean, I mean, when you're up, when you're acting with Benedict Cumberbatch and Rachel McAdams. And you're a plot device. And plot device. Yeah. But even then, her acting has nothing to do with the plot device. I just thought her acting was bad. And I was telling Danny, like, they should have gotten the girl from Sicario, the girl that does Dora, because that girl's actually really good, and okay. she's his Mexican as well. Uh-huh. I, I think um, she's Puerto Rican. The, oh, is she? The character. Yeah. America yeah, Chavez. Oh, I just got get her, too. <laughs> what? Get who? Get the, the girl. Different, the different America <laughs> Chavez <laughs> in a different multiverse. Hey, what did we get? get the, uh, give me the Puerto Rican. America Ferrer. <laughs> America <laughs> Ferrer, Ugly yeah. Betty, yeah. Yeah. I actually didn't like that actress. I'm sure she's, she's. But what did she do that was bad? Like, what did you say? I thought her bad? acting was bad. Okay, like, give me some like examples. delivery or her what? Delivery, yeah, her delivery wasn't good. I'm like, on wow. what line? Everything. <laughs> she's like, wow, this is. I don't know. She didn't like it. Everywhere. I don't know. I think. I think she's. I think she's underwritten. I think like that character is the epitome of underwritten. Yeah. That, she says fair. things like that serve a storyline purpose, and that's it. But the way she delivered them, like, uh. yeah, could be now. Nah, but some of the lines that that were written for her were like. That's cheese. Like, how do you deliver it? It's, you're not a person. You know what I'm saying? You're yeah, like, I think, I think that's the problem. I think with a better script, she could have done better. But Link, I think we feel that way because she did, wasn't able to act. Mm-hmm. She's like, here's True. some character bio and here's some narrative exposition. Like, that's what she is. It's, yeah. it's not me and you having a conversation. It's you like giving, like reading your like profile and <laughs> and like the back of your book. That, that that's that. That's what that's what I felt. I, I was like, her. this girl doesn't even have a chance. You know, I liked her. I thought she was fine. Yeah, I thought she was endearing in the end. We're, we're talking about the end again. If you haven't seen it, you've just ruined thirty minutes of the movie. Um, at the end when she's like, you know, dr- training, training. Yeah, it was like, oh, this is nice. This is cute and everything, but it's like too little, too late. Like, yeah. <laughs> wow, <laughs> so, she has a personality. Exactly. One oh. <laughs> of the things. Movie's over. One of the things about it, like, and it's not her. It's an actress. It's again, it's the way that she's written. How she just learns how to control her powers just by like a good pep talk Man. from a zombie. <laughs> it's from Batman, it's from so, zombie Batman. Yeah, zombie Batman. It, it feels so lazy, man. The writing just wasn't there for me. She has like no character arc. Does anybody feel they can summarize this movie to someone in like two and a half minutes? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, there's not you. enough. I don't that even happens. need two and a half minutes. All right, Link's gonna do seconds, it. Right? Link's gonna do it. Scarlet Witch has baby fever and she's willing to kill for it. <laughs> okay, no, but summarize the entire plot. What happens? And Doctor Strange has to stop her. How does he stop her? 
through the multiverse Ugly Betty. of madness. Does he even do it through the multiverse of madness, dude? You like, know what? We got too much madness, not enough multiverse. Yeah. I wanted more multiverse. Okay, okay. Let's let's talk about that's, that's, that. That's actually true. What the only thing I knew about this movie is that Doctor Strange and Wanda were gonna go on a journey through multiple universes. And I think that's what IMDB even still thinks. <laughs> it's still yeah. I sent them a screenshot of IMDB and it's completely wrong. <laughs> because I think that's what it was supposed to be, man. And I think things got changed. I, yeah. I don't things know. Things got lost happened. along I think, the way. I think we got a different movie. Um we didn't really visit a ton of multiverses, which I thought was disappointing. We got a montage of it. Yeah, we got a montage of it, but that montage, in my opinion, isn't as cool. It's not as the montage in Doctor Strange One, where we go through, like when he first gets awakened and he astral projected oh, man, out of his body. Is beautiful. That was amazing, and that whole montage sells me on the whole movie. And here, not so much. I thought there were clever moments, the paint, the animated universe. The and then some of them are just like time periods, like okay, a Jurassic period, like a futuristic <laughs> world, you know, oh, we're a in the dark 40s. rainy black and white. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, I don't think. A, Which I mean, I oh. appreciated that one because I was like, ooh, Spider Man Noir. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought, Spider Man Noir. But I also think I'm projecting <laughs> the animated one. I'm, yeah, the animated one. I felt like, um, felt like uh, into the Spider Verse. Yeah. But I would have yeah. liked to have spent time in some of them. I would have liked to have had some cameos in those. Cameos, yes. cameos, yes. yes. And that's where I was expecting that's what the, I thought. the Tom Cruise yeah. cameo. Because everybody's like, how could all these characters be in the movie? Let's talk about it right now. Who did you hear was going to be in the movie? Tom Cruise. Wolverine. Toby. <laughs> Toby. Uh, oh, Toby was a big one. Chris Evans. Chris Evans Chris as, Evans. as Chris a human Evans. torch. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I heard Legion. Deadpool. Oh, um, Deadpool was a big one. Uh, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Okay, you didn't hear that. No, I, <laughs> no, made, I heard I made, that. You yeah. did? No, yeah. I heard that. Yeah. Oh. Danny DeVito as Wolverine. Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> as Wolverine. Jon Snow as Wolverine. <laughs> Just 10 uh, Wolverine. Clint, Into the Wolverine verse. Uh, Scott Eastwood as Wolverine. <laughs> Clint Eastwood as, as Wolverine. Wolverine. <laughs> A lot of people thought Old Toby Logan. was really going to be in it. Yeah. Toby, yeah. I thought so, too. I, I mean, I, you, you have that connection there. I thought that even if he wasn't in the movie by December, that he would be in the movie right? after No Way Home. Nah, honestly, wrong wrong movie yeah. that he's going to be in. Don't. don't. I'm not going to have expectations wrong anymore. Movie. What is he going to be, be in? in? The, one yeah, that, I, the one that got pushed back. Oh, across? The Spider-Verse? Quantum Mania? Quantum Mania. I don't know anymore. Sony has him in the pocket. Morbius 2? That would be a cool idea. Yeah, not Morbius. Write this down. Dan said, Morbius 2, that would be a cool idea. <laughs> I'm going to delete my audio off of that entire part. Um, We didn't get any of that. Yeah, which is crazy. What, what else? Well, we got a little bit of it. I think there's you don't else. think it's weird? See, but okay, go ahead. So that, that stuff would not save the movie no, for me. No, it wouldn't have. Because I see a lot it would have made it better. Un- People would have, oh, this is an uh, awesome part. Uh, I again, I I think the the uh, the bulk of it needs to be a good story. Nah, regardless. nah. I think it might have ruined. I I not ruined, but I think it might have complicated stuff even more because as much as I think uh, you and you can disagree with me if you want. I think everyone here likes the idea of the cameos that are yes. in the movie, yeah. but they also make things complicated for this movie and for the MCU going forward. You know, so let's we- yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Can we talk about yeah, unpack that it. moment? I think, Illuminati. The, I think the direction of the execution of how they did it, I think, wasn't 
my favorite because it doesn't contribute to the story in a way that's like meaningful. Yeah, it does. Like, there's it's weak. It's I mean, not weak. It's cheap. Like, there really is nothing. Like, it's awesome to see. Don't get me wrong. I love seeing it. It's but, fan service. But that's exactly that's what it is. Yeah. As far as like looking into from and and that's the thing with me. I enjoy this movie. I had fun, but like with a critical eye, there definitely are certain parts that it's like. Oh, that's not that's not my favorite choice, or like that. I don't think that that's a that was a good choice, right? And that could be, but I don't think that necessarily that's the director's. That's right. I think it's writing. I think the way that they they form I don't the story. Blame Sam Raimi. And I mean, I'm sorry. I said I don't blame Sam Raimi. Oh, okay. I thought you smothered. I don't like Sam we're, Raimi. We're about to jump you. <laughs> go through this computer and punch you in the face. No, no, no I like. We're him. about to dreamwalk, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we, were you gonna talk about um? Krasinski specifically, or like, going to go yeah, through? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I was Illuminati. just going to go through the all the the Illuminati. Yeah. All yeah. The Let's one start with one. that first of all. By the way, the Illuminati. How much do I hate this name, the Illuminati? I don't know if you guys feel the same way. You are you indifferent? Do you like? I feel it? like if if Reed, Richard, and Xavier were in a team, they'd be smarter. <laughs> It'd be, be smart enough name. to not name themselves the Illuminati. Yeah, yeah. So this yeah. comes from the comic book. So I guess you know. Oh, like you feel better, like oh, it's a you know, it's a nod to the books, but it's a stupid Listen, name in the comic. I books. hope when Strange forms his own Illuminati, <laughs> that it's not called the Illuminati. Yeah. Because okay, a couple of problems here. Number one, sure, it's a nod to the comics, which again, I I emphasize, I think it is a stupid name for the team in the comics. But <laughs> when you're adapting it to a movie, people in that audience are gonna be like, oh, it's that secret organization that everyone. Yeah. Uh, that everyone yeah, that's I don't famous think that was is a in. Good choice. Yeah, it's it's a distractor. Even though that's what they're called in the comics, change it or don't name them or something. Because that's like a clap moment. They set it up. The Illuminati will see you now, and it's like we're supposed to clap, and I'm cringing because I'm afraid that I'm going to hear from people that like Jay Z is in the Illuminati, <laughs> and like I don't know who else, lizard people, Kanye. Thing, yeah, things like that. Like the, the no, there's people, and then. Strange. The second time I saw it, noticed he's like the Illuma. What? As if no one is. <laughs> as if no one has was, ever used yeah, Illuminati in maybe, real life. Maybe in the six one six, no one's ever used that word. No, another I mean, catch that the second six one six. Oh yes, that's a whole conversation. Okay, okay. So let's put a pin in the six one six. So that the name itself, the Illuminati. <laughs> Illuma make, what? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. He's never heard the word before. I love it. I love that. Like, I love that he never heard of it before. Because it detaches. <laughs> it detaches the MCU further from us. Like we, the MCU apparently is a world where there is Facebook or MySpace and Iron Man One. It's a world where like there are celebrities that we know by name, right? But but not the Illuminati, apparently. <laughs> okay? No, nah, they're doing a good job. They're secret. Dude. All right. Should we go 616 yeah, or should we go no, continue the Illuminati, the, right? Continue okay. Illuminati. Yeah, All right. Yeah. So yeah, go ahead. Who wants Illuminati. to throw us the first member of the Illuminati? Who's the first one they show? Oh, the first one they show oh, is Black, Black Bolt. Bolt. Did you say Black Deadpool? <laughs> Black Bolt. What do you guys think about Black um, Bolt? I don't know. I didn't watch Inhuman, so I didn't. Yeah, really... yeah. I watched the first two episodes in, in IMAX. <laughs> I, I mentioned this experience. Yeah, and then I came. I think I watched the first two in IMAX. I came home and gave it a shot. The third episode on ABC, and that was the first Marvel thing I ever like. Just I tapped out on it, and even now, having seen Black Bolt in it, I felt rewarded for wasting my yeah. time. <laughs> but I'm still never gonna go back and finish. That's the thing. Like, I didn't really. I got if if I saw it, I knew like. That was, oh, it's the same actor and yeah. stuff, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, and I still think that is cool. I think it is. Especially cool. if you, yeah, if you cool. suffer through Inhumans, I think that's 
and not only that, I think it also it um it gives it breathes new life in it. If that makes you go back and think it's okay or what rewatching it or worth your time, great. But I also think cool. you fix the character because because he's like Black Bolt here. Is he cool you know? in the comic? I, don't, I have never really read. He anything. can be cool, but the thing is, he doesn't say anything. He has a cool suit. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. a very one dimensional character. You know, and and full disclosure, I haven't done a deep dive in like the epic Inhumans run that like kind of defines the character. I've never been gravitated to those kind of like cosmic surreal ish yeah. character so i haven't done a deep dive of it but he's always a guy that's cool in the background but not at the forefront so for him isn't to he be... like isn't he like a king isn't he like the king in the yeah he's yeah a weird character to be in the background so you no know, because it's like for example you line him up on a team like this the illuminati is the fifth most important character on the team you know yeah that's so, weak. but does he is he like is he constantly on teams like that He's not a part of like his own team or something. Yeah, he's the leader of the. I would put someone from Asgard there instead of him. What? Like who? Who would you put? No, but he's a member of the Illuminati. It's very important. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I think getting him and also let's be honest, guys. Getting this guy must have been super easy. Like, what's this guy doing? You know. Oh, he was waiting by the phone. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) So, like, I think it's very rewarding. Of course, he's dead moments later. Does he talk in the show? Does he exist in our timeline? No, he does not talk on the show. He does I, thought, I thought they were gonna make him talk. Yeah, no. I thought he was cool. Though. I thought his power. I think he was, cool. was yeah, cool. I thought, he was I thought cool. the suit was cool. But I think like it's cool to like say, oh, there's a version of this guy that exists in our universe. Now it's a version of this guy that exists in some other universe, and now he's dead, so we might never see him again. You know? Yeah. It's almost better to, let's say he lived, or or, or we were confirmed that he's in our timeline again, six one six apparently, um, and then we never see him again. As long as we know he exists, the yeah. Inhumans exist. But to kill him off, it was like you introduced him and now he's out. That that was the only that's kind of the problem with me and all the all the uh, Illuminati members. <laughs> all the cameos. Yeah. You have that, and then you go to Captain Captain Carter's next. Carter's yeah. next, yeah. Captain Carter's awesome. I love yeah, Captain Carter. Awesome. She's yeah. beautiful and wow. she was awesome. I mean, like I want now I want a show or something with her. My like, wife was super excited because she loved her and what if Peggy Carter has been her favorite superhero even before she was a superhero. She's like, I love First Avenger because Peggy is so awesome and I was sad when she died and I want like Haley Outwell, that's her name, right? Yeah. Just in everything, all the time. I agree. Everywhere. She's awesome. All at once. All at once. So yeah. she was super excited for this. Um, she looked great in that suit, man. She did. She filled it out real nice. Not like she did, like, she had bulging biceps and what if when they animated <laughs> nah, but her. But I think this one was like, because I wonder, like, if they do this live action, how's it going to look? Yeah. I think it, it did well. well. I think it did well, really yeah. good. Yeah, good. She yeah, she looked good. She had a jetpack. It was pretty awesome. She was cool, man. Yeah. She I got like, to live longer than Black Ball. That's true. Who I lo- killed himself, apparently. I like, I like she the... She lived longer than a lot of cameras. Yeah. I like how she was, like... um light-footed like when she's running around and, like there's like smoke and one that can't really tell where she is that was yeah, really yeah. cool was man cool. yeah and from there who do we have um after mordo is... which i felt like oh sorry what'd you say dan yeah, i thought after that was captain marvel oh we're going down that line okay yeah well well mordo was first right so and we yeah, can go Mordo's... back and talk about mordo but he's not really like well, I guess he is a member of the Illuminati, but yeah. we're introduced to him first. He intro- like you know, he but he's him. he's he's the he's the backup choice. He's Sorcerer Supreme because because Strange dies. Yeah, I didn't. Okay, um, I appreciate what this movie did. Doctor Strange two supposedly, the uh the Multiverse of Madness. 
Like it brought back the other doctor. Does he die? He doesn't die in this movie, right? No, he, he gets stuck, he in, gets that stuck little... in a pit that he can't jump out of. <laughs> he can't understand. parkour out of that. <laughs> yeah, like... I understand that. Even though he has magical Even shoes. Even though he has magic. No, he has magic. Yeah. He literally he has, has leaping shoes. shoes. Yeah. One of the questions. That made no sense. One of the questions. Well, no, he, he was afraid. He, was, he didn't want right? to go see. He didn't want to go see Wanda. That's yeah, yeah, he knew better. He was like, "Oh no, oh, I'll stay I down here." No, no, no. Because Illuminati were sure that they could beat Wanda. Yeah, but once his friends are all pretty much dead, like, does he know that they're dead? Strange. Well, he's yeah, panicking they're not back. how long they're taking. Mordo doesn't have faith in people. That's the problem with Mordo. Also, the handcuff thing. Mordo, <laughs> Mordo, like he like, fell for that. No, Mordo goes for like. He hits him with the, like a sword, yeah. and the handcuffs don't break. Yeah, that's they what get, sucks. They, they get onto the that little ledge, and the their body weight just is what breaks. I mean, it. it's already it's already like damaged. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm, I mean, I guess. I think it was fine. Like contrived plot point. Like, Christine, Christine, we, we you gotta put make, up with you gotta some. make stronger stuff, man. Yeah, or oh. that sword's gotta be better. <laughs> pointless sword. Well, okay, but then so let's talk about Mordo. What I was getting at was they brought back the doctor from the first movie that's kind of like a rival to Strange. They bring back Mordo, they bring back Christine in order to service the first film, right? Because all those elements only exist in Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. but they don't really do much with him. That first doctor has a conversation at the wedding, and then we move on, right? Dude, Mordo uh... has this spot. Christine's all over the movie, but her contribution, and I love Christine, I love it, her oh, relationship. She's so good. I love yeah, Rachel McAdams as an actress. So I love everything in concept of like centering this around them, but I don't think that it contributes to the plot of the film. Do you think, do you feel satisfied with the way that relationship ended? No, I don't feel satisfied. I, do I with, don't feel like he got closure at all. Yeah, I don't feel satisfied with the fact that she fell in love with someone else and got married off screen in between films. I don't feel satisfied with the fact that he just has to move on, that he has this quote-unquote catharsis, this letting go with some alternate version of her from another universe that he doesn't have a relationship with. um, It just f- ends up hollow and empty. And I guess we'll get to the end of it where Dr. Strange ends up at the end. Like, he needs to learn to let to, to sacrifice. To This line keeps coming up that he needs to be the person with his hand on the knife. Right. And I don't think he learns to not be that person by the end of this movie. No. Yeah. And yeah, I, it do, to me, it doesn't feel like he got there. <laughs> yeah. He didn't get there. Like, he's like, am I happy? He's still asking Wong at the end. So I'm not sure what Dr. Strange learned in this movie. I think he's made some steps as a character since Dr. Strange won through Infinity War and Endgame and No Way Home. I feel like Strange had more character growth in No Way Home than he did in this movie. I agree. Because I feel like he keeps barreling forward with, like, his stubbornness, and it pays off in this movie. The only thing I learned that I feel like, the only thing I got that I feel like Doctor Strange continued to learn is how to talk to children. Yeah, he's just babysitting again. How to, like, with like with Peter, he has to remember that he's a kid. Mm-hmm. He has to remember that he's a kid, like, how he talks to him and stuff you like that. You don't think he forgot that by the beginning of this movie? And then with America... <laughs> What? When he meets America, he's just forgotten. Like, he doesn't know. Exactly. That's the only thing I th- I feel like he makes progress towards the end of this one. We'll it, see. Let's see what the next kid in his life. Let's see how he talks to him. <laughs> Probably his own. Oh, okay. Oh. The Northman. True. Um, back to the Illuminati. And we're jumping from moment to moment 
much in the same way that <laughs> this movie, movie just jumps from moment to moment back and forth. Maybe not chronologically, but at least thematically. Um, Captain Marvel, we mentioned, you know. Monica Rambeau. But it's Maria. 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 Right. Now. Wait, it's not Monica? Those no, Monica's the daughter. the daughter. Oh, okay. Which, you know what? That could have been like a Krasinski moment where Monica is Captain Marvel to kind of like hint at the future. The future, yeah. Yeah. Doing Maria. I thought it was strange. <laughs> I thought it was a, I thought it was a weird choice. I'm not sure what purpose it serves, except again, maybe like fan for, fan service. Well, but who who are you servicing? Like, yeah, that, yeah, I mean, no one, none of the, none of the. Maria, oh, it's Captain Maria Marvel's ever, best friend. Has Maria ever turned to Captain Marvel in the comics? I don't think so. I think it's just Monica. Monica, yeah. Um, I kind of feel like she was also available. You could get her, you know. A little, like, some of the Illuminati sequence is, like, big budget, like, wow, only in a Marvel film. Some of it feels like in a CW crossover. And that might be, like, overly critical, but it was, like, it was pretty easy to get half of these actors. You know what I mean? They're, not, they're like, filling it out. Also, the fact only that... Only two of them, yeah, were hard, should have been hard to get. Yeah. And the fact also that, like, that's, like, Captain Marvel is a substitution for Namor. In the Illuminati. Captain Marvel's not in the Illuminati. Namor would probably be filling up that seat, right? You could have introduced Namor there. But I don't know if they're ready to. Or I don't know what the rights is like. For years and years, and I don't know what it's like now, um, the, the Namor rights have been tied up with Universal, which is why they can't make a Hulk movie. They also can't make a Namor movie. Because Universal mm. holds the rights to that. So I'm not sure if they figured that out. Where's or... my Namor right, bro? <laughs> <laughs> So Captain Marvel was kind of a weak choice, I think, for the Illuminati. It was fine. It ties into stuff. Should have been Tony Stark. So, okay, let's talk about that. Yeah, everyone, that would have been cool. Everyone was expecting Tony Stark. And I think it would have been cool. I think it would have been just as cool. Tom Cruise, Tony Stark, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Tom Cruise. I think it would have been just as cool and as problematic <laughs> as many of these cameos. But I think um, my wife was telling me she felt like it would cheapen Tony. Tony's death. Yeah. And I'm like, even if it's Tom Cruise, because it's not Robert Downey Jr., it's like, it's in Iron Man. Like, hmm. the audience needs to feel the loss of Iron Man in any way, shape, or form. If you bring me an Iron Man, you're already diluting and watering down the but, loss of Iron Man. But what if you watched it? What if he was there in, 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 in that montage where they were mul- jumping from multiverse to multiverse? And- what if you had him there instead of here? Because... I understand having not having him here, right? Because if he were there, he was gonna die instantly. <laughs> yeah, and that would cheapen Iron Man. Yeah, that would. Yeah. But if you have him as a cameo, like in the uh, with the montage where they're traveling, I wouldn't mind that. You get me? I think. Like quick, you it, see, yeah, it, quick yeah. scene, Tom like Cruise oh, oh, this is, yeah, it's like like a like a Stan Lee type of thing. Uh-huh. Oh, this is so cool. That's it. I think that might have worked better. I think the whole rumor of him being in this movie though is because Iron Man is a prominent member of the Illuminati. So I think that's where this whole rumor started, which who knows where this rumor started yeah. from. Maybe they thought about it. Maybe they tried to get it. I'm almost certain they didn't film it because there's, there's no, no way, way you cut Tom you Cruise. There's no way you cut Tom Cruise. So I would have enjoyed to see it. And and the I, but member, the guy we did get, yeah. Then the other member we saw afterwards. Mm-hmm. The... Talking about Charles or talking about the other one? Well, no. before Charles enters, Reed Richards. Reed Richards, the smartest man alive, the dumbest guy alive. Like <laughs> yeah, what? Here's a genius. 
He's Watch him idiot. do stupid mistakes. Because he's a Patriots fan, that's why. <laughs> I don't think Reed Richards specifically is a Patriots Krasinski fan. Krasinski is. He's a good actor. He's portraying a New York's, a New York's, uh, a New York fan. <laughs> well, he better not be a Jets fan, then. Oh, man. That's ah, he's a Giants fan, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, look at the colors. <laughs> so, can you imagine what they would look like in green? That would be I thought that was, a, like, the best. I, th- I thought that was awesome. I thought that was sick, like, man. I was disappointed. I'm like I don't really like I I'm, I'm with Danny. I don't really like this movie. But if what we get from this movie is John Krasinski as Doc as Reed Richards, this was the worst way to introduce him. This was the worst way to introduce him. <laughs> but I'm happy. Okay. Because I've I've wanted that since that's WandaVision. What, that's what scares me, man. Like, did they just give us to us? Like, hey, we heard you. Here it is. He's dead For now. Once. We're gonna go with somebody else. Yeah. The first night. I was like, I don't know how I feel about it in relation to this. I I have to see where we're going. The second time we saw it, I thought, no, I'm pretty sure it was a misstep either way. Because this is what I feel. If they gave it to the fans who wanted John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic and now he's gone, wow. Yeah. That's a huge yeah. letdown. If, they, if this is a appetizer for him being the lead of the Fantastic Four movie... I think they did a disservice to yeah. the character. I think they didn't make him look or sound smart, and I think they punked him out. Yeah, like in a quote unquote jobber match to feed Wanda, meaning he appeared low level and just to build up another character. Yeah, you know? I mean everyone he in the Illuminati. Yeah, yeah, they punked out the entire Illuminati. Right, he really did him dirty. Xavier's probably the one who put up the best fight. fight. Xavier's probably the he almost had her. He has the best sequence too. I think that moment's great. Yeah, I think it's awesome. Before but the rest really yeah. don't have a. I mean, Reed Richards literally dies within it does five not seconds. do. Yeah. Oh my goodness. He has a few character dialogues where he talks about having kids, right? Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, this is either insight into what we should expect, or maybe it's not, because the multiverse doesn't matter, you know. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's just this Reed, and then for all I know, I don't have any expectations. Maybe he doesn't have kids. But then they say something about uh, the '60s. So we thought the first oh, that, time we're yeah. like, what was that line? But the line is Doctor Strange tells him, oh, the Fantastic Four. What were you charting? Did you chart in the 60s? Meaning that you're like a oh, like a doo-wop or R&B oh, yeah. group, right? Like it's a terrible name. I also hate jokes like that. Because and I they, thought we there would. Is, there's a group called the, the Fantastic Four. No, the Four Tops. No. Or the a, Fantastics. There's a group called the Fantastic the, Four in the 60s. No way. Look it up. That, you look it up. Prove I it did. to me. Oh, okay. Isn't Danny the computer guy? But there's the Fantastics no. and then there's the Four Tops. You're <laughs> telling right me now. there's literally a Fantastic Four? I don't. Yeah. Oh, okay. They're not. So that that's what he was referencing. Yes, that's what he was referencing. He was that's, referencing. That bro, that cheap, question. That question bro. was was boggling my mind because I couldn't hear because everyone was yelling, and I was like every time. And I was like, I heard it the second time, but the they first were time yelling everywhere. No, but I, that's I the right time to yell. The first time I was like, I heard something in the '60s, and I'm like, oh, yeah, what? But in my opinion, that's the right time. To I think yell, the group cheer. from the '60s is the actual Fantastic Four. <laughs> what? Like because like, you know, book? yeah, because they debuted in the '60s. Okay. So I don't, I don't think they're a music group. There is a band. So go find it for me right here, live on okay. the show. Anyways, um, I don't like jokes that make fun of the names or the characters. No, he's right. There was a Fantastic Four in '65. '65. What did they? I mean, did they last long? No, we're not going into this. Never mind. Okay, <laughs> you win. I, you win. I didn't know about them. Congrats. Okay, 
Okay, let's move on. Let's not go into a five-minute deep dive. <laughs> they were a Detroit-based soul group. Classic Motown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, take that picture, put it in the show notes Congrats. so that everybody can... Congrats on that win, Gabe. Yep, as a, put that as a <laughs> monument of my error right there. Did they chart? I don't think they charted, though. Well, I'm going to start saying wrong things some more. <laughs> yeah, they, they they're, they're the best. They're the most successful. <laughs> they, they, didn't, they didn't last long. They only lasted from 1965 to 2000. Well, with a terrible name like that, <laughs> the, the Fantastics and the Four Tops are both, like, in play. They're... How, how many years is that, Dan? 65 to 2000? That's 30, only like a couple. That's only like 35. a couple of seconds. That's only thirty. That's only thirty-five. Oh wow! Years. I'm on their wiki page, and it says they have a pop culture tab <laughs> in the 2022 Marvel Studios movie Doctor Strange in the Multiverse. <laughs> what? No the title way. character Doctor Stephen Strange references the band, the oh, Fantastic he's right. Four. No, no. Noted like, music buff Doctor Strange no. asked yeah, about the band because not about the but not in that universe. In his universe. In his universe. Six one six, baby. <laughs> okay. Six one six. Are we six one six? No. Okay. We're supposed to be. Professor X. Let's do him and then let's tackle <laughs> 616. Bro, can they stop killing Professor X? Like at this at, but I've seen Professor X get killed more than Doc than, than Uncle Ben. <laughs> like stop killing my dude, bro. And the wins. Tweet, tweet that. He's literally <laughs> He is literally soon, like one of the best characters in all of the MC, in, in all of Marvel. Stop killing him. I love that. Nah, guy. I'm pretty sure that's what Patrick Stewart says. Like, yeah. oh, you want me back? Uh, you, have you have to, to kill, kill me. me. Yeah. Because I think it's like they want to definitively write him out. How many times are you going to definitively write him out? <laughs> well, it's, they all make sense, though, right? Because like, like, I want to keep funding my Picard show, bro. Give me that Marvel money and I'm going to die. That's yeah, it. Listen, the X Men trilogy was over, <laughs> but they also shot the extra scene. In case they were gonna do more, okay. But the X Men trilogy was over the first time. Then, um, Logan. I, no, that's no. You got some. You got some in between, right? Does he die before that? No, I think it's just that. Then in Logan, he dies. I think that's the second time he dies, right? Yeah. And 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 uh, and that makes sense. That's the last X Men story for a, sure. That's yeah. Right. But and then, then but he's back, baby. <laughs> but multiverse then means nothing. Yeah, days of future past. Because we've been here with Fox. Fox already did this. They watered everything down with the multiverse. Days of Future Past brings him back. Does he die in Days of Future Past? Um, I remember. No, I think Eric dies. Might no, even the old, in the old? No, don't they destroy the entire Days of Future Past timeline? So technically, doesn't everybody die in Days of Future Past? But it works out at the end somehow, though. So I guess technically he he dies. Yeah, I think exactly. Everybody dies. Right. Yeah, everybody dies. So okay, so that was the incursion that's, that Strange and then, kills. And then clearly, <laughs> Days of Future Past, that's going to be the last time that he shows up, clearly. No, <laughs> he comes back again. But we're not going to get... See, there's another thing, too. Is like, I would like... Even if we don't see him ever again as Professor X, I would like to leave it open. I wouldn't have liked to, like... You know. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, he's dead in that universe. Patrick Stewart dying is the new Stan Lee. Yeah. The, oh, uh, <laughs> my wife was like, Patrick Stewart still works? And I was like, he just dropped, like, season two of Picard, For right? Like, he's, he's still going <laughs> strong, yeah, man. Yeah. He looked good yeah. in that turtle neck. Yeah, in his like him, apple, walk, him walking. Wow. His apple presentation, where it's like <laughs> white background, black turtleneck, and jeans, and he's like, Wanda, we have Wanda. I love. Come oh, check out our new microchip. I love Patrick Stewart so much. <laughs> he, he was great. Also, ninety-seven X-Men vibes, right? Yeah. The, the song, na, na, the na, song na, came out. Yep, the song. Big yellow chair. I feel like even his mannerisms. Like the way he points directly, like holding his mind and pointing yeah. 
too. That's, that's yeah. And the little waves yeah. going from his head. I don't I don't remember if they did that in any of the Fox movies, but it felt no. so ninety seven. Yeah. The waves no. Yeah, the waves no, right? I was almost certain of it. Um ninety seven. Patrick Stewart as X Men ninety seven. Nah, the waves no. What they did was the echo location thing, like how you see in Batman. Yeah. And how he's like certainly he uses yeah. like either That's uh, what I figured. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that but then the they did then they did them dirty. Yeah, they, and then they, yeah, they did. They I feel like that sequence could have been a little longer. Yeah. You know? Because have them have a better fight. Uh, it was so beautiful and then it was there over. There are certain things. I didn't think he would die not, like yeah, that. Not even that sequence. There's so many shots, even like like standard shots in the film that you can let go. You don't the, have to hard cut so the, much. The movie, the movie doesn't breathe. It doesn't hang on moments. It Again, which jumps from moment to moment. If it is, if it is going to be a movie about moments, you can like lengthen those moments by a bit. And the movie's not long at all. They're not emotional moments. They're either shock moments or they're or they're like cool moments, which is fine. But it lacks heart. It lacks a certain heart. Which I think is like a difference with No Way Home. I think No Way Home did that really well. Mm -hmm. I think it had its moments where it's like, wow, this is these are huge moments. But I think it had that heart with Peter, and it had like it had mm-hmm. those emotional moments. It hit those emotional beats. Yeah. I think yeah. it had a great story behind it. And we're getting and we're getting to the crux of it, where Doctor Strange one, and I'm the biggest Doctor Strange stand on this show here, right? No, I think I like it more than you. Multiverse Link is a fan of magic. If you go back and listen to the <laughs> Marvel the, mov- link. the Marvel movie method, you will know that Link is lying clearly. Um. And if you go back and listen also to our... Oh, no, that's the, the, the end of the Marvel movie. Listen, guys, just go back and listen to all the episodes. Okay. Right? <laughs> except <laughs> except anime, just to aggravate. No, stop. Panic. Go listen <laughs> to the anime Don't episode. do that. Go, please. Please, anime fans. We literally discuss what's going to happen in the next 10 years of the Marvel Universe. <laughs> so go and listen to it. We have spoilers. We have the inside scoop. And we don't talk about gaming at all. Don't worry. <laughs> so, anyways, back to um whatever it Dr. was. Dr. Strange, you're the biggest fan. Okay, yeah. I'm the biggest fan of Doctor Strange, but I think all these movies, when we when we talk about like why we relate to it, is because as universal and like as super powered and whatever it is that these movies are about, at the end they're about people and they're about human experiences. And like with No Way Home, I was afraid going into it, like, is it really gonna be Spider Man three? You know what I mean? Not not Spider Man three, Spider Man three, but is it really gonna be the third? <laughs> Is it going to be a Spider-Man movie? Is it going to be uh, like a bigger event movie like Avengers or something? Like that? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like it does this great thing about still balancing him and his relationships, like him and his girlfriend, him and his aunt, going to college, you know, all, all the little things about life, trying to find yourself, you know, uh, going out on your own, uh, making personal sacrifice for the greater good. And I feel like that's missing here in a way that it wasn't in Doctor Strange 1. Doctor Strange 1 was about like a existential, yes, uh, crisis or exploration, but about personal, spiritual growth, right? And self-sacrifice. Well, that's the thing about Spider-Man, and that's why he's like my favorite. He's one of my favorite superheroes like as a character because Peter Parker is just as important as Spider-Man. And I feel like that movie didn't neglect Peter. I feel like that movie was about Peter. And and who he was growing up, yeah. And obviously, like I said, the the movie hits those emotional beats. But in this one, I can say I like the movie in the sense that like I had fun, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Yeah. But did it hit those emotional beats for me in this one? No. No, I didn't yeah. feel emotional. I don't think at any point. There's only and and I don't know if that's not. I don't know if that's what it was going for. I feel like the movie should, like especially being a sequel. Yeah. Um. 
and that's the thing. I don't doesn't feel like a sequel to to the first one. Absolutely. I think the first one is a better film. Um, but like I said, I enjoyed this and I had fun. I I'm a fan of the director and then I I like certain aspects of it. There are certain like kind of like technical aspects of the filmmaking that I was like, hmm, did you really look at this in post and say, I don't need to change this. Maybe you should have. Any examples of that? Um, there are some shots that just don't like at the beginning when Strange wakes up from that dream, mm-hmm. he's breathing hot, he's breathing heavy, he's sweating, and then the, like really quickly cuts the watch back to him. He's perfectly fine. He has nothing on his face. He's mm-hmm. he's not sweating anymore. He's he's not like it, it. It doesn't flow. It just feels like it's very cut off. There's another part where where Mordo is is stuck in the trench, and he's talking to Stephen, like he's saying words, and you can see Mordo <laughs> in the back. And his mouth is not moving mm. at all. Mm-hmm. Like, it's clearly a dub. And it's like certain things like that. I'm just like, why? When he's talking to Wanda in the, in the made-up uh, apple orchard that she has. Yeah. And she's, like, facing one direction. It cuts. And then she's, like, not facing the Harry same direction Styles at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Um, but, yeah, it's just yeah, little I, things like that where I'm just like. When, mm. when like, Mr. Fantastic is talking to Doctor Strange, some of the oh, cuts yeah. are like, what is he looking at? He's not looking at him. Yeah. <laughs> and I get <laughs> it. Like, like they might not have been out. the same room, but, like, does Mr. Fantastic, like, I don't understand. Like, what is he staring aren't at? those all mistakes? You know, every movie's not perfect. You get me? Okay. Nah, but I haven't really noticed that in. in and I, maybe it's because we watched a bunch of movies during the Oscars and maybe my eyes are getting more critical, I guess, yeah. is what it is. But I haven't noticed I, stuff like that in previous Marvel films. Okay, I also think nobody mentioned this, but the CGI was a little wonky at moments. Uh the one that one that really sticks out to me because it happens a little throughout the movie, but like you can whatever you can put up with it. When Wong falls through the portal in the opening against Shumagorath or whatever that monster was pr- pretending to be Shumagorath, um, <sighs> when he falls through the portal and then he lands on the street, he rolls and hits a car, and it looks so fake. It's clearly like here's Wong, here's a CGI Wong. It was hitting, too fast. Yeah, and then stopping, and here's Wong again. See, and there's there's some things where it's like, and it happened, and we'll talk about it when we ever talk to, about Moon Knight. Yeah. But there's some instances, especially like specifically with cars and and yeah and vehicles in general, the CGI hasn't been up to par recently, no. in my opinion. No, like no, no, absolutely. like the stuff like with the bus and there's cars like driving around. Like I feel like you can actually drive a car. I don't understand why you have to CGI it. It looks. It does not look it's real. Probably, at all. It's probably cheaper. It's probably cheaper, but man, like I think. On, I think about. I think about like a lot of the the bus scene in Shang Chi. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. understand. Except they did the same. That. They did a similar yeah. scene, and they did it. It looked great, and it looked beautiful. Okay. And that scene is so hard to do inside of the yeah. bus. This one, you're just crushing a bus from outside and taking it apart. Yeah. I don't. I don't get. Well, it. okay. <laughs> with with Moon Knight, and again, we'll be talking about Moon Knight real soon. With Moon Knight, um, oh, I think it was how you said that. <laughs> I'm really excited for that one. Uh, so, guys, catch up with Moon Knight if you haven't finished it. Okay, we're giving you time. No excuses. We gave you 72 hours for Doctor Strange. We're giving like a week for Moon Knight because we we get it. The binge Two. is real. Um, is that Black Bolt? Yeah. Oh. So, um, with. You threw me off just pointing out at a picture of Black Ball <laughs> in the studio. Um, the CGI. So with Moon Knight, I definitely think it is a budget constraint. It was like, how much does it cost? I get that. Because it's yeah, TV. I can understand right? it for a show. Which I understand. Like, towards the end of the show, I'm like, oh, I can see where the yeah, budget Yeah, all really the went. money went to the last yeah, episode, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. 
So I understand that there's like a more budget constraints there. And sometimes it's just like, this is going to be cheaper. We have to do it. Okay. With Shang-Chi, like you mentioned, they can do it because they have more money. I think with this movie, they have even more money probably than Shang-Chi. I'm, I'm, I don't know, but I'm, I'm going to assume the budget that. is higher than even Shang-Chi. I think it's just, and this is no fault of his own. Sam Raimi hasn't done a movie in what, like 12 years? Yeah. Right? And I think if you go back and you look at those old Spider-Man movies, you you see moments like this and you're like, eh, but whatever. It's like 2001. It's 2005. You know what I mean? And you just like, it, it. those were things that you could get away with and that didn't really matter at that time. Like you said, people have more of a critical eye. The fans, even the casual fans, they know more. They're better educated. They have a better eye. Not only that, high definition, 4K, 8K, you know what I mean? You've got to hide that stuff even better or not do it at all. If you roll a guy into a car and it looks like a video game and you can't do it better, maybe you have to think about, maybe I don't want to roll this guy into this car. Yeah, change that scene. It may be small. I mean, I don't know what the science is on it, but there has to be a shift in the way because like now with professional sports, adding 8K cameras into Mm -hmm. it and like things just obviously as time progresses, like we're going to have better quality stuff. Right. Maybe maybe that has something to do with it, but that was another thing you talking about, like Spider Man in, in two thousand and one. I feel like that first that first opening sequence with Shumagarath the monster. I was like, I felt like I, I went back, I went back in time, yeah, to those to the first like uh, Raimi Spider Man movies. Yeah. I think I made this comment. I said this is the most comic book movie we've yeah, had in a long time. Definitely, like this is one of the ones where I could see like wonky suits, like characters with like they're not like if. You don't really see them like realistically how they would make suits like in the comics. Yeah. But this one, it's like, oh, I could see like a comic booky suit coming out. Oh, like, for example, Reed Richards suit. I was not a fan yeah. personally. It was really, it was baggy. I didn't really, I wasn't it, appreciative it was of that. Weird. Something about it was weird. It looked like know. they designed it 10 years ago. Redesign, redesign, redesign. Yeah, well, it's a you different know what? multiverse. It, it looked like, um, <laughs> what's it called? It looked like the kind of like an off brand version of the. Of the the bad fan the uh, bad Fantastic Four. Yeah, I agree. I did. Yeah, I, yeah. I did think it had vibes of like previous Fantastic Four suits, yeah. especially yeah. that one. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I don't. It may be cheesy or campy, but I like the the Ian McGruffer Fantastic Four. Yeah, because it's just suit. literally the one from the comics. I thought it was awesome. And uh, here's what I think. And now I'm totally. Kind of wanted to see him. It should have been him. Yeah. It should have been him. Should have been him. Yeah, that's true. It should. And then him. save the real one for yeah. later, right? Yeah, and save the real one. Um. And now I'm totally projecting and just assuming I have no prior knowledge and I have no idea what their you know mechanism. But I also can't help but feel that the attitude I'm getting from this movie is like we can put him in whatever suit because it doesn't matter because you know we're gonna do a different guy nothing in a different matters. universe. I don't like that nothing whatever matters. attitude, man. Yeah, yeah. Nothing I was like, matters. oh, if the suit sucks and everybody hates it, we'll just design a new suit. They have a way out of everything. Of everything, yeah. It's it doesn't hold them accountable for their design choices, their and their storytelling methodology. I'm just. I'm interested to see what the the big event is going to be in this in this, um, in this like um, phase. This next event, like we had the Infinity so Saga and this I've saga, heard, like, like what it's going to be. Is, yeah. yeah, what I've read on the streets is that this is setting up for Secret Wars. You fall to your knees in the park and you read in the streets. You do activities in like weird locations. Secret Wars, the one. <laughs> no, he reads while he falls to his Secret knees. Wars with uh with the how do you call it? The aliens from no Dark Secret Spring? Wars is like. Uh, multiversal 
Oh. No, that's Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion. But it's yeah. like, Secret how Invasion. big is that gonna be, bro? bro I'm tired of Dude, multiverse. Dude, I don't know. Because how big multiverse. is that gonna be, man? Stop right. giving me the, multiverse. The story of Secret Wars is ambitious on its own in the comics. I can't imagine doing that. On okay, the guys, this is the this is where we've arrived to, and I think we're we're landing the plane here. Um, comic book movies have now become comic books, for good and for bad. Ooh. There's so many titles. They can't all be excellent and amazing. That's the reality of it. Some are going to be good. Some are going to be all right. I think this movie was all right. You know, I think your mileage will vary whether you think it's good or bad. That was very, very Republican. What does that mean? All right. <laughs> no, that's... That's... Okay. The fear. The fear in the eyes of George Prime. <laughs> he was like, what are you about to say? Um, I think Eternals was... Bad. All left? I think that started it, man. <laughs> I think the only thing sure. that kept me in was Spider-Man being so good. Yeah. It's been an up and down. No, okay, space. okay, but we talked about this when we talked about Eternals. And what episode did we talk about Eternals? Marvel movie method. The final. All of them. There's like a bit of there's like a piece <laughs> yeah. in every one of them. Okay. In the third final movie method, we we made our piece with okay, Eternals has now shown us that. Marvel doesn't have to be good. It's not a guarantee. Not a, Marvel is infallible. It's not a layup, right? And then No Way Home, right after that, in that same episode, which we recorded at a different time, <laughs> reinvigorate our hope. It can still Marvel be amazing. Can do yeah. No, wrong. no, I know because we had no, just. It was a one-two punch, like literally within the same, you know, no, episode it was about like a the week worst apart. And the yeah, best. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. Man. I had that, experience. See, so thing. now Sp you have to have a critical eye. Yeah. Yeah. Spider Man. Spider Man was an event, man. Like. I don't think that can be reproduced. Like that's just a moment in time where it's like, we said that about Endgame. It's a great film, yeah. But this this feels this different. different. This feels different in the sense of like because I felt a different way about Spider Man than I did about Endgame. Because yeah, Endgame's building upon like everything that we had been watching mm -hmm. of, the, of that series. Right. This movie, that movie, took us back to a different series of movies that yeah. we all grew up on. Yeah. That was like you never. I don't think like I would ever expect that to be connected. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was almost it an, a cinematic impossibility. Yeah, they like it. It 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 broke so many, I guess so many rules. Not rules, but so many like layers. I'm just like, wow. No, I think rules is not a bad way. Of yeah. It's just, it, it was. It's crazy, and I, I don't think that can like really. Hack. I think multi. I think once you open that can of worms, like I said, it can be dangerous. I think that's why. I think we kind of got into that. Into it can be this madness. Film. Yeah. And I think, I think there's a method to the madness, but we're not all going to agree with all the methods there. Um, what about the finale, the final, the ending, the story that, uh, where it leads us? We didn't even talk about like the, the ultimate like battle where he, for all intents and purposes, possesses a dead corpse and violates every law of, na of natural and then we have too many shots going into eyes <laughs> that was cool i don't know what you're talking about Doug. do it like four times <laughs> i just feel it like was cool the first two times yeah. nah, nah bro it's oh, cool all seven times Doug. <laughs> um i just feel like dr strange took risks and like broke everything dr strange always breaks the rules and he's rewarded for him and he crosses, and he crosses uh like a lot of lines, and I think this is the furthest line he's ever crossed, like desecrating human life, 
I don't know how I felt about it. It was a very Sam Raimi, Evil Dead-ish, like, It was Doctor third Strange act. and the Evil Dead. The end felt like a Sam Raimi movie. Yeah. It felt like, like Doctor Strange versus the Evil Dead. And, Guitar riffs and demons. And I think this is a, a, a tale of two stories because I feel like this movie has two different endings. One with consequences and one without. And somehow they both made it into <laughs> the same movie. So, do we want to talk about those final moments? See, that's the thing. I think, I personally believe, like, we have Sam Raimi's input and we have whoever wrote this movie. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that it necessarily gels completely, which is why I said, like, critically, like, it definitely has its, its flaws. But I think the way I look at it is, like, like I said, I'm a fan of Raimi and it just reminded me of like all the films that I'd seen in the past. Not all of them, but like a Spider-Man lot of them. three, <laughs> Spider-Man, the original, the older, the other Spider-Man movies, especially mm-hmm. like in the first half mm-hmm. and then the evil dead, um, and the ash and ash and the evil dead, like Oz the great and powerful. I never saw that one. I liked it. I thought it was good. People rag on it. I think it's fine. That one guy that we talked to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he didn't see, he didn't even see it. He hadn't seen it either. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what it is for me, man. I had fun. Do I think it's a better movie than the first Doctor Strange? No. I have thematic issues with it. Um, the whole journey is be better than the other Stranges. Be better than the other yous. And in the end, he isn't. In the end, he makes yeah, the same not. decision. That- Which, at the same time, it's like they tie that up at the end. They try to tie that up at the end with like that one conversation with Wong. Yeah. Where Wong's just like... Where they try to find a meaning to this movie because I don't feel like it's in the movie. No, yeah. So what does Wong say? Wong's just like... Well, Strange Strange asks Wong, he's like, are you happy? And Wong's like, that's an interesting question. <laughs> but, you know, with all the... Maybe all they the, had just seen the movie. I think about like... Maybe Benedict <laughs> Cumberbatch was asking Benedict Wong. Are you happy? Are recording. you happy? Just he's recording. Like, that's an they interesting just, like, question. Ra- Raimi's like, pick this up, pick this up. Um... But then he's like, I mean, with all the, like, you think about all the different lives you've lived in the multiverse. And, mm-hmm. but then sometimes he just, he learns, like, he has to be grateful for the one that he has right now. And that kind of, like, wasn't what I got from the whole movie. Yeah. But they kind of say it at the end, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. It's just, that's not what I got from it at all. And I guess, like, at the end of the movie, he is in a better place. He fixed the watch. And I guess that, that to him is his closure, that he's moving forward. But but why? Mm-hmm. Why is it closure? Uh, well, it doesn't matter, man. He got he got a shot. He got a they got a shot of him walking down happy down the street, man. He's good. <laughs> and then he falls to his knees in the park in the, well, in the, the street in the street and he can reading. read read with his third eye. Oh, he was was he reading? I think no, he was, no. Oh, we're gonna say he was reading in another timeline. His he third was eye was reading. They must have shot that scene eight times. The ancient Greeks posited the idea of a multiverse right they did yeah oh wow wow it's the more you know so they they theorized universes beyond ours and since then we've we've explored like what are the other lives that matter i think when we go looking at the choices that we make in our lives i think that's why we're drawn to these multiverse stories i think that's why we we've been told to them recently right we think about what our lives could be. And I'm not wrapping up here, by the way, in case you I think I'm not okay. sure. I'm <laughs> I was like, like can, I, can I speak? Can yeah, I, yeah. This is really good. 
We didn't even talk about 616. I'm, I'm trying to get, yeah, oh, you're right. <laughs> I'm trying to get into and a deeper level discussion because I'm not sure that it's here in this film, but we always look at these things critically looking. We talked about the MacGuffins, the different items that the characters are searching for, but what are we searching for? Wong tries to attach meaning to this narrative, right? We look at all these different universal movies and we think about like who we are. Everything, everywhere, all at once, it explored this, right? And I think it resonated with us because it makes us think, Man, the lives we could have lived and the lives we can still live. Yeah. I want to be a chef with the animal control in me. Yeah. It, <laughs> it almost feels like Wong, or not Wong, whoever wrote Wong's dialogue saw everything everywhere all at once. Right before. Yeah. And was like, oh, make this the theme of the movie. Because I feel like that movie did a much better job of me thinking about this, right? Yeah. We only live one life. The ones that we've like discarded, the ones that exist somewhere philosophically, you know, in another universe, and we don't have access to those. You know what I mean? Be happy about the triumphs that we've had in the past and what could have been, but look forward to the future and make your timeline, you know, your six one six. Beautiful yeah. message, man. Yeah. I, I wish this movie. And could I totally got that, that from moment. this movie, man. It's just <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. What the, I think what Danny's saying is what that you think you wish they would have told that story better. Yeah, I wish they would have told that story. I wish it would have ended with that message being clear to the audience, and it just it's not there. I think that's beautiful. I think this movie had changes, like huge changes. Well, in the reshoots, the, the Doctor Strange one director, what's his name, Scott Derrickson. Derrickson. Yeah, yeah. Scott Derrickson. He exited. I believe in January of last year because, and that was around the time WandaVision was coming out, right? Yeah. Because he uh -oh. had creative differences. Creative differences, yeah. Yeah, that he couldn't, he said he couldn't make the movie he wanted to make, The Doctor Strange 2. I can't help but hypothesize what that means, you know? Yeah. Man, Wanda ruined that guy's career. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and think, I mean, there was a shift. There was yeah. definitely a shift in the order of things that were coming out. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Strange was supposed to come out before. Um, Spider-Man? Yeah, it was supposed to come up before Spider-Man. And then the WandaVision shift as well. I mean, they've had... I'm pretty sure there was other plans, I guess. I mean, I guess there always is. I wonder what this now means for Wanda. You get me? Because the Wanda, Wanda we saw in the it movie... doesn't matter. Is not, ...is not Wanda we know, right? It's like... What do you mean? Wanda. It is mean? our Wanda. It's, it's our just, Wanda. No, no, no. It's our possessed. Wanda, but it's, it's like it's not her because she's... Because of the Darkhold? Yeah, because of the Darkhold. Right. Right. I mean, she's still experienced, so, and she's yeah, yeah. You know. Like she's still, you know, like, yeah, we could just grab another Wanda. We were introduced to another Wanda already. Yeah. So there's literally another perfectly fine. Like there's a Wanda that exists in the place we left her at the end of WandaVision. Would it really make a difference? We, like you said, this Wanda's under control. That Wanda wasn't, and she's where we left her. So like we could just plug but and like, play. So, but yeah, what do I do want to know? Like, where do we go from here? Like, because she. He's not dead, yeah. right? You, oh, you can't unkill they kinda, him. They make us think nah. she is. Bro. Yeah, right? Nah. But if she does come back... Can right? you salvage does she, that? If you do salvage that, right? Does she come back as the normal Wanda who's just under control of from the from this other thing? Or... And you just, you know, all right. It wasn't her. We can let... Or are there consequences to what she did? I think there should be. I think there might not be. That right? That's what... Because I feel like that's what's going to happen. That's not going to happen. We're not going to get oh, because it, oh, a Wanda that... that has a, I think they're just going to forget about it. Like, all right, cool. She was under control. That's not really her. We forgive her. Because I think that's, I mean, that's the point that you were making, George Prime, in the, um, <laughs> about this film. It's like, 
Are there consequences to yeah. her actions? I'm not sure that it matters. Look, listen, she has a big sacrifice play and sac- gives her life up to destroy the Dark Gold in all the universes. Wow, that's beautiful. But also, she might still be alive because, like, whatever, a but castle that- dropped on her. Number two, if she did die, we just grab another one. But like, that's the thing. Like, I don't think, personally, I don't think she died from rocks. I don't think her. so either. And no, this is, but that's my question not. is, like, where do they go? Is it going to be. Do they? Does she search for? Does she get redemption? I don't know that? because I feel like this was the same journey she went on in Wandavision. Like it doesn't that's dealing the, with yeah. grief and loss, coming to it, terms with it. I'm just I gonna turn evil because I read a book in the street. I wonder Vision's gonna play a role in her coming back. I'm assuming. Does anybody else think it's weird Maybe. that Vision wasn't in this movie? That we went a whole yeah, movie with also, WandaVision and never come up. You're not gonna. They're not done with Wanda, man. You're gonna tell me they're gonna leave that whole thing yeah. unresolved at the end of Wandavision, bro? Like yeah. No shot that she's not going to be in, that he, she's not coming back. So I, I don't get why pretend to kill her. Because she had to do something good at the end of the movie. Because because <laughs> people needed a clap at the end. Because it's a movie. And it's just, it follows the beats of, you know, it's funny, no one like clapped, what a narrative story. No one clapped when, when that, built when that, whatever that temple uh, crushed her. Dark old castle. Yeah. Why would you clap? Yeah, why would they clap? Yeah, Wanda's dead. They love her. Why oh, would they, they loved clap? her, yeah. I mean, because it was an act of sacrifice, though. I think nah. I think people's morals nah, are about as skew as this movie. <laughs> they don't care. Yeah, like, they're like, nah, like, boo. I just want to see Wanda live and do, <laughs> yeah, her, do whatever exactly. she wants. Yeah, do whatever she wants, not like give her life. She's doing the right thing. I feel like this movie placated like the most baser emotions of the audience. In yeah. both senses, for good and for bad. Yeah. Um... 616? 616. So we <laughs> talked about creating that timeline, right? We're weird. What is a 616? For those of the main true canon Marvel universe. Okay. Why, why is in it called comic. 616? Here's why it's called 616. So a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. No. In a universe far, far away. <laughs> so <laughs> it got com- comic books got complicated. There's tons of timelines here, different versions, right? Most of them suck because when you start changing stuff and then you get to just kill people randomly and it doesn't mean <laughs> anything. Oh, does that sound familiar? Anyways, um, <laughs> it was like, how do we sort this, right? In the Marvel Encyclopedia, how do we label all these different timelines, right? You get Rachel McAdams to do it. Exactly. So they hired Rachel McAdams, and she wrote the Marvel Encyclopedia. And she writes down, like, she ca- categorizes. Okay, it's a joke. She, she, Rachel McAdams didn't do it. But they basically labeled all the different universes, and they designated them random numbers because it's an infinite multiverse, yeah. unlike DC, where sometimes they only have 52 but um, it's an infinite multiverse. I appreciate the smallness of DC. Yeah, but also then they create more than 52 variants. And Surprise. then they have to reboot. Yeah. Oh. So um, they just designate them random numbers. And the one that we, we, I don't live in the Marvel Universe. I don't know why I included myself. The one that we follow mostly is 616. And the significance of the number, I don't know if there's a deeper significance, but the way it's always been explained to me is just it's a random number because the yeah. the main universe that you follow is not terribly more special than any of the other universes. It just is the one that you follow, right? So the main line universe for the comics is 616, and everything outside of that is a variant universe to us, the reader. Yeah. You know, so somewhere until- in another universe... Someone reads 1339, mostly. Is that why yeah. we don't have uh, Miles Morales in this 616 universe? Because he's in the Ultimates? Are you talking about in the comics? Yeah. I no, mean, even here, too. They 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 actually um they had a cataclysmic event, which I'm almost certain is called Cataclysm, and that destroyed the Ultimate universe. They ended that label. Oh, they, oh that's right. They brought and him Miles back. Morales, Miles Morales like, survived by joining yeah. the 616 universe. So, Dan? 
But uh, before now, the MCU was Earth 199999. Mm-hmm. Unofficially or was that like logged somewhere? That was that was unofficial. Okay. But um, I don't think anyone thought they were going to label it 616 because that would mean it doesn't work alongside yeah. the main this canon is the first, in the comics. This is the first time that it's been identified as 616? No, right? No, Mysterio says it. In as, a, as a joke. Like yeah. as, as, a as, like, as a lie. As a bold-faced yeah, lie. lie. But he accidentally guessed the number right. But he accidentally Last guessed the right. they're going to call back and like Mysterio is from another universe. He really is from another universe. And I also have a problem with that flip-flopping where, like, they sold us on the multiverse and then it was all, like, a clever ruse and it was stupid. They kind of joke about but you're gonna do it how anyway. they'll believe anything and then they do it, like, you know, terribly right away after. So he jokes about it being 616 and now it really is 616. So now this is the mainline universe in the same way that the comic mainline series is. How do we feel about that? Um, Could have been 617. I think it should have been a different number. I think they shouldn't have given it a number. I agree. No, that works too. Because I don't think if I'm now, and I obviously haven't read every comic book that came out ever, especially in the past 20 years. Bro, everything everywhere all at once, man. Are you serious? Come on. You did everything. (laughs) But I don't think that they like terribly like actually categorize them by number in the comics themselves. You know, right? Like, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't think I've never read anything where they refer to the timeline that they exist to by number. I think it should just be vague. I think that should be well, referenced. Well, actually, I think, I think in Spider-Verse they do. They do? Okay. I think they do. You read Spider-Verse? Call. Yeah. I'm so sorry for you. Um, I'm just kidding. Was that good? It was terrible, right? I just, I don't know. I wasn't no. feeling it. Okay. It's, yeah, it's not terribly good. I think I read a few things here and there. Anyways, so I just think it should be vague. Like, if and I think this is a longer conversation. It's an episode I've been wanting to do about continuity. And hopefully we get to it at some point. But it's just like... Well, there's a lot more to add to it now. Yeah, I think I think there's space for continuity. I think there's also space for headcanon. And if you want it to be 1999 or whatever, or 616 or 619, buyaka buyaka, whatever, um, I think just let the reader or viewer just kind of come up with that on their own. But like once you start writing things down in stone, the problem with writing things down in stone is that A, they're permanent, and B, you can just break the stone. And I think you're destined to do both. Like just digging your heels and also contradict it. Nothing means anything. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like everything is concrete until we break the concrete, you know? And I don't know. I just... Now the comics don't matter in relation to the movies. That's what I got out of it, you know? Yeah, because they also, they yeah, supplant them, you know? Do you guys have any feelings about this? or? No, I feel the same way. Okay, why? I think they should have just given it a different number. Oh, it just, it just bothers me. I also don't know who to believe. Because if Mysterio can say it and he's wrong, but Christine can say it, but she's not even from our universe. So, like, nobody in our universe calls it 616. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think you're right. I don't think they should have labeled it at all. So we're talking about alternate timelines. We're talking about creating realities, and we do that every day with our choices. A lot of choices were made here, and those choices are going to inform the choices they make from this point forward. Our lives are very similar. Every day you wake up, 
and go to sleep and you make tons of decisions throughout your day, that echo and ripple on this planet and perhaps even in eternity, there may be realities beyond what we experience, but those realities are hypothetical. And our actions create and destroy realities every day. And we travel from multiverse to multiverse in our mind. And we live from moment to moment possible realities that we create and we destroy. And sometimes we linger on the lives we could have lived, the realities that exist somewhere in our mind. But if we focus on those past realities, we suffer the ability to decay into madness. We must look forward to the realities that we can build today, learn from the mistakes of our past, and create new worlds around us. Every day we make those decisions with what we do, with what we say, and what we experience. And as we experienced this film, we will continue to experience the stories that are told through us and the ones that we write every day. As we move from week to week, we invite you to keep writing new chapters in the multiverse of our lives and share those stories with us and those around you. In the meantime, keep moving through your multiverse and keep searching for more.